We're getting up close and personal with all your favorite celebrities on the hottest weekend party show in the city, The Abbey Night Show. Y'all. You're listening to all the hits on the number one party show in the city, The Abby Night Show. Tell a friend. What's up, everybody? I am so excited to have the baddest from ATL, the one, the only, Miss Juicy Baby. What's going on? Y'all heard her say it right, Miss Juicy Baby. <laughs> I just love you so much much how have you been we haven't talked in a long time a lot's happened you look good thank you so much thank you so much i really appreciate it yeah i'm so i'm i'm so excited to hear all about what you've had going on so obviously let's kind of dive into the obvious that everybody's been asking you know what's life been like post accident obviously everyone we all went through this big scare with you. We were all praying for you and checking on you. So, you know, what? what's that whole process been like in recovery? And I'm sure it's been, it's been a lot for you. I'm sure it's been very overwhelming. Yes. Just as you're speaking of, if people have been under uh, a rock, I can't say they've been under a rock because I felt all of the love from everyone God bless everyone, and it's all the grace of God. I got to give God all the glory. I had a stroke. I had a double brain bleed, which which is an aneurysm, on April the 29th. Um, I hadn't been too long finished shooting a movie right before that. Mm-hmm. And then in the middle of planning another event, and then... I had a stroke out of nowhere. I was feeling fine. I didn't feel any stress. I didn't feel anything. Like they said, stress is a silent killer. I didn't feel anything. The only thing I felt was a real, real bad migraine. And the next thing you know, I passed out and woke up in the hospital. And I had to learn from them what exactly happened. And so um, it was a big scare, like you said, of everybody and me too, because I'm asking everybody what happened, what happened. Mm -hmm. And um, I went from one emergency room, from one hospital to having to get transferred to another because, you know, everybody, when they heard about the queen, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) um, I believe a couple of workers or people that was there at the hospital recognized me and started telling everyone and leaked it all over the world, leaked it over TMZ and CNN and everything. So I had to get transferred from one hospital to another so I could have a speedy recovery Mm -hmm. and... The staff was awesome. Like I said, I felt the love, people calling and the prayers and everything that uh, everyone, I really, really appreciate everyone pulling together for me because God had his hands all over me, Mm -hmm. all about me, the whole armor of God for me to make a recovery like that. I will always tell people recovery is not just physical. Yeah. It's physical, it's mental, 
It's spiritual. It's emotional. It's everything. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you this. Soon as they told me in the hospital I couldn't have regular food, well, solid food, I was ready to go. So. <laughs> she said, hold up. Y'all not about to put me through all this and tell me I can't have no good food. <laughs> exactly. Well, I because I was under, I had to learn how to uh, swallow. I couldn't mm -hmm. swallow. I couldn't even have water. They yeah. were scared that if I swallowed the water because it was too light, it would go down the wrong pipe and I could catch pneumonia. Mm -hmm. Then that would have been another problem. Right. And so um, I went through all of that, trying to build my strength back. Mm -hmm. And like I said, going through all kind of tests, I was issued a walker. I had to learn how to walk with a walker, learn how to walk with a cane. Then they gave me a wheelchair. And then I started trying to go around no curves without slowing down and running over people in the hospital. They hurry up and took the wheelchair from me. <laughs> <laughs> I went through physical therapy. I went through speech therapy. I went through it all. Mm -hmm. But I was like, the majority of my job is talking. I had to learn how to talk again. And the problem that I was having is when I first went in so I could get the nutrition as well as the medicine, they had put a, a tube down my nose that inserted through my throat. Mm -hmm. And they put one too big and it started messing up my voice box. Mm-hmm. And so I went through that. Then I had to go to surgery and have that one removed. And then I had it inserted in my stomach and held in my stomach with a peg. So I had a hole the size of a quarter mm -mm. in my stomach. So once I got the tube in there, um, I had to keep it in there eight weeks to so give it time, the area around it to heal. So after I was released from um, recovery and everything, rehabilitation, I still came home with a hole the size of a quarter in my stomach. And I still, I had to, you know, doctor it myself, gauze and clean it out, keep fleshing it and everything, and, and still go through physical therapy and mm -hmm. all that, just like everything was normal yeah. but um i couldn't drive for a minute the doctor took me from driving mm -hmm. so i went from the hospital to the house it was like it was so it was mind-blowing for a person that's always on the globe on the go myself yeah so um confide to one place mm -hmm. and everybody was like well when are you ready uh, our different jobs and different gigs was like, when are you ready? Let us know when you're ready. I'm in the hospital talking about I'm ready now. <laughs> I'm not surprised with the way that you are. <laughs> you're like, what you talking about? I got this wheelchair. We popping wheelies. We pulling corners. Like, I'm straight. Like, y'all got, got my check, though. <laughs> yes, yes. So as soon as I was able to complete all my physical therapy and again, uh, my speech and cognitive therapy, everything 
once I was able to complete that and and you know got released I went ahead and I started back hosting different events in Kentucky Louisville Kentucky uh, Tennessee Nashville Tennessee here you name it oh not to forget and and finish up the movie with a uh, country Wayne mm-hmm. and Carl Payne. Okay. Um. So that is you are guys are one of the first people to know. So you know, look out for Strange Love this coming up February the fourteenth. Ooh, on Valentine's Day. Okay. Yes. Yes. So we we and get to spend Valentine's Day with you. Yes, I love that. It makes me so happy to see you smiling like this. It really does, because I know you've been going through so much. It's been, you know, having to deal with with something like that happening that's so out of your control. And for people listening, one thing about Miss Juicy Baby, she don't play with them bags. Like she she is out here trying to work. She's like, "Uh uh-uh, baby, what you're not going to do is mess with this money, though. Okay, this is my check. So, you know, knowing knowing what you've had to go through and what that must have been like for you, especially from an emotional and a psychological standpoint, it just makes exactly. me so happy to see you smiling. It really does. Exactly. And I, like I said before, I owe it all to father and mother because without my heavenly father and mother, mm-hmm. I would have not been able to get through none of it. It's yeah. because grace of God that I am able that I'm able to sit here and talk to you I'm able to be here today and so I'm so grateful so I tell everybody do not take advantage a lot of things the little things we need to be grateful for Mm -hmm. even as little as brushing your teeth the air you breathe waking Mm -hmm. up every morning think make sure you're spiritual is is right Mm -hmm. your spiritual your it's this journey is nothing to play with at all mental healing Mm -hmm. mental emotional even still today even though i might be walking good and everything now but it's still a psychological and emotional thing that you gotta go through constantly it really is. It's, it's, um, my grandma dealt with that, but she wasn't as fortunate because she ended up with half of her body paralyzed. And so, you know, people don't understand the importance of your health and just being there for people. How often do you get people, Hey, Miss Juicy, what's up, baby? So can you do this? You got me. I'll holla at you. Yo, you look out. But then when you're going through something, how many people really take the time to check on you and remember that you're a human being? You know what you know, I mean? I'm going to tell you this. People were still trying to send me their CDs and their tracks and stuff while I was in the hospital. Some people were being, <laughs> were being just thoughtless and everything. And I'm like, really? It's this crazy. is the wrong place and the time for this. In entertainment, though, people forget, man. That they, they idolize you in such a way that they forget that you're a human being. And that comes first. So I know when I first got the news, first thing I did was reach out to two. And I was like, so like, what's going? Is she okay? I was so worried about you. So that's why I said, because 
I saw what my grandma went through, you know, and how difficult it was for her. And especially when you're an active person to basically be sat down and, you know, for your speech to not be right and all that. It's devastating. So it's so good to see you smiling and see your personality back to what it is being bubbly and just the same amazing person that you are. You're like a big ray of sunshine. Every time I see every time I talk to you, it's always like that. It makes me so happy for you. Look at you. I'm like, yes, I wish I could give you a big hug. Be like, hey. <laughs> I love that for you so much. And I'm really happy that you're back, you know, to working because I know how much you like to stay on it and be on top of everything. So people out there need to learn how to be more humane because damn, like sending stuff while you in the hospital, like, baby, let me get it together first. Let me get home before you start sending me all this. Like you're doing too much. But um. Fan love, that fan love is different, man. And that's one thing that there's a lot of people that really love you. So it shows, you know, how much how much of an impact you have on people, which is, which is beautiful, really, when you think about it. Yes. Right? So let's talk about 2022. What has been the greatest lesson that this year has taught you? You know what? I tell every... I love you. I'm not going to cry. I tell everybody some of the pain that you go through can be the biggest lesson to me yeah. this ordeal right here it taught me how to be more grateful yeah. more grateful instead of saying god why me but saying thank you god for sparing my life for loving me so much not only you loving me, but you teaching me and showing me not only how to love others, but how to love myself. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's the biggest, the biggest thing. Self-love, self-care, mm -hmm. and how to be grateful for what you have. Not for what you want, but what you have and what you need. Mm -hmm. And knowing that we are just here in his world. This is not our world. This mm -hmm. is God's world. world. We, are, we was down here for a purpose. Only thing I want to ask God, what, whatever your will is, let your will be done. Mm -hmm. I am here to serve you in any way that I can. Whether it's the talent that you give me. Mm -hmm. The gift of talking to reach other boys and girls, to reach others, my brothers and sisters and Christ, to reach out to them in any way possible. You gave me the gift to talk. You mm -hmm. gave me the gift to reach and touch everybody, man, woman. You gave me the gift to be able to reach in some way whether it's me talking or whether it's me trying to think I can sing or whatever <laughs> it is yeah. however I can bring a smile to other people bring joy to mm -hmm. other people and that's the gift you gave me and I'm going to continue to try to do that every single day and you do that one thing you do know is how to make people smile and a lot of people don't realize that you still do that on your bad days. You still find a way to push through and put yourself last and prioritize making someone else's day. So 
you're just so special. You just make me smile. I just love you so much. You know that? I'm so happy that we got a chance to connect. What was it like a year and a half ago? And, you know, the world needs more people like you. You know, we live in a world that is, it's become so judgmental and so inhumane and, and compassionate. And, you know, I don't even know if that's a word, but people are just not compassionate towards one another anymore. It's just very self-serving. So it makes me, it makes me feel really good to see how you've bounced back and how you've, you've, you know, taken it not as something that's defeated you, but something that's helped make you stronger and who you are, which just adds to your story. Cause you know, I tell you all the time, girl, you the bomb. Okay. Like y'all better not play with Miss Juicy. <laughs> so, you know, I thought it'd be kind of cool to go back a little bit, um, to try to figure out what's been your most cherished childhood memory. Cause I don't think you really talk about that that much. You know, um, my childhood, uh, let's go all the way back, even before I got in school, when I was in nursery, I've always been a little something, regardless, mm-hmm. <laughs> a big personality. Yeah. Uh, always been the smallest person of my class, mm-hmm. whether it was nursery or was it in grade school or whatever, I always was the smallest I was too small to hold to be in the band, so I wanted to be a cheerleader. Uh, my mom said she wouldn't let me be a cheerleader because she was too scared. They would put me on top of the pyramid, and she didn't want her baby to fall. So I got a pom-pom. I was like, okay, I like to dance, so I'm going to get on a drill team. Mm-hmm. So I even have pictures of me with pom-poms bigger than me. I used to be so little, they used to have to make my costume, you know, the the drill team. They mm-hmm. got to order their, their uh, outfit, but I couldn't. Yeah. I was a junior and, you know, junior high mm-hmm. and was still wearing a 14. Wow. <laughs> that's that's kind of cool, though, because I'm thinking to me, like, you got some really cool stuff that you can't get as an adult that they make, you know? Exactly. <laughs> so, all the way, like, I always I always wanted to be, I'm like, I'm little, I'm going to be in the front, you know? So, I was a junior captain, I was first lieutenant, so whatever. Not until I got older, I'm like, I want to go behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I want to see how stuff worked behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. But everything, I was always that that girl. I wanted to be right there. So I did what it takes. No matter if they said I couldn't do it. You mm-hmm. too little to do this. You do that. Telling me I couldn't do something was a goal for me. It yeah. made me strive to do it harder. Going back, like I said, from when I was a child, I had a stool that wrote on it. It said, if I can, I will. If I should, I would, I could. And Mm -hmm. so I would always take my stool with me wherever I went so I could reach stuff. Mm -hmm. Because people were like, you're too little to do this. I'm like, it might take me longer to do it, but I bet you I can do it and I probably can do it better than you. Okay, you let them know. (laughs) I'm no. <laughs> and so that, it, I still carry that with me today. Yeah. I don't accept no for an answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's that's what you get your fighting spirit from. I mean, 
She like, hold up, I'm gonna take this stool with me because what you're not about to do is tell me what I can and can't do. We're gonna figure this out. <laughs> yes, yes. So do you feel like this year with everything that's happened that it's kind of given you a second chance at life? And do you feel like it's changed your perspective on on people and just life going forward? You know what? I used, you know what, to be honest with you, you are absolutely correct, everything you said. But I'm going to be honest with everybody. I will hear people say so many times, protect your energy. Mm-hmm. Protect. I really didn't know what they meant. Until now. Mm-hmm. I know it so much and so well. And that statement is so true. So if you don't know what it means, please do your research and know what it means. That means your whole being. Because if your energy is feeling wrong, whether somebody with a negative energy coming around you, if that means to remove yourself from that person or those people, then do that. You need to be right. You need to feel good inside and out. Because if you don't love yourself, you can't spread love or you can't show love or give love to anyone else. Mm -hmm. That is so true. And a lot of people don't think about that. Energy is everything. And when something you're when your instinct is telling you something is off, it's off for a reason. And I think more people should pay attention to that, because especially in a world like entertainment, Yes. You have to be even more careful because there's so many people that are always trying to be around you that want a piece of you, right? Everyone wants a piece of Miss Juicy. It doesn't matter if you had a bad day, if you woke up crying, if you don't feel good, if you just don't want to talk to people, if your day just feels off, the expectation is they don't care. You you got to get up and you better deliver, period. So I'm glad that you're taking the time to prioritize yourself because the last time we talked, you didn't do that. You prioritized everybody else. Yes. At Regardless of what the cost was that you had to pay for it. So, you know, I'm so proud of you. So proud of you. It's crazy how much a year can change, right? And something that can seem so devastating can help you grow so much, but also give so much back to yourself where I think you had been lacking. Yes. Because you do give a lot. You really yeah. do. You do. And you never think twice about it because you always want to see other people smiling. So I just I'm so proud of you. Like who comes out of stuff like this and is like, but baby, I'm back and I'm back better than ever. Okay, y'all not gonna miss me. (laughs) So looking back on your journey as as an entertainer, if you could go back and do anything differently, would you? You know what? No, I wouldn't. And I'm going to be honest with you because even laying up in a hospital bed, at times I started feeling like I'm missing everything. I'm Mm -hmm. missing everything. But then I had to change that way of thinking. I had to change my whole mindset. No, I'm not missing it. Sometimes God has to sit you down and say be still and know that I am God and I was like okay he sent me down for a reason I'm gonna come back bigger and better than what I was amen you know I probably missed this and that 
But guess what? When I come back, world, you better watch out. Mm-hmm. Come back with a vengeance. I'm come back a bigger Miss Juicy, a mm-hmm. Miss Juicy baby. <laughs> Coming back full of life and just ready for life, ready to tackle any and everything, which people y'all need to understand her work ethic. Like she does too much. Last time we talked, I was like, but when do you take time for yourself? And you're like, honey, these bills ain't going to pay themselves. So I was like, all right, well, I hear you. But like, (laughs) you still got to take time for you and actually Speaking of which, because, you know, we follow each other on Instagram and I've been seeing you out here looking all cute with your little dresses and stuff. So I'm trying to find out, like, what does Miss Juicy look for in a partner? And are you currently single or are you booed up? I am single. Okay. I I am also booed up with me, myself and I and God. The best boo you could have. Okay. okay. <laughs> so if you're not on that vibe, then don't even come this way. Mm-hmm. So what do you look for in a partner? Like, what are the top three qualities that you need in a partner? I need us to have some kind of spiritual connection. Mm-hmm. I like that. What else? Just a spiritual connection? I feel like you got to have somebody that's like quick on their toes with a great sense of humor that values God, but that also values the the moment that you're in. Values time, I guess you could say. Oh, it's a whole it's a whole list of things, but again, God is number one. Yeah. Because if you don't have in God, if you don't have God in you, what can you do for me? And you know, if mm-hmm. you have God in you, that means you know how to love. Yeah. You know what love is. Mm-hmm. Unconditional love, which is Un- different. Mm-hmm. everybody likes to be out here talk about oh I love this and I love that but loving somebody unconditionally is a very different type of love it's a very different type of connection because it requires you to be selfless and to give a part of you that you otherwise would keep to yourself so y'all Miss Juicy is single and ready to mingle so if you out here and you oh, putting God first hold up, hold up, baby. <laughs> Let, let's rewind it <laughs> They know about me. <laughs> I, I knew I had to put you on the spot because I knew you're gonna be like, uh, uh, uh. Hold on, hold on, time out, time out. <laughs> Fell on the play. Wait a minute. <laughs> Let's do a Bible study, okay? How about that? <laughs> I love you. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, what's something meaningful that most people don't know about you? That I love God. That's very meaningful for me. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to be anywhere close to me, close to my energy to connect with me, mm-hmm. I need to make sure you love God as well. Yeah. Well, I think that's a big part of why you're so selfless because it's never about you. Right. It's always about a higher power and the gift that you have to give to people. Exactly. Yeah. That's uh. <laughs> I'm just laughing at how you were like, hold up, hold up. Wait a minute. We're not doing all that, Abby. Okay. Like, I'm gonna need you to bring this thing back. Okay. Let's clarify. No, I am not trying to mingle with people. Y'all keep your DMs to yourselves, your little pictures to yourselves. Ain't nobody trying to see that over here. If you're not cutting a check, don't call. Um, (laughs) So for you, what does the support from your fans mean to you? 
they mean everything to me because this is the reason why I do what I do. Mm-hmm. Like I said, to bring a smile and joy to everyone else as well. Mm-hmm. Fans are everything. I said that fan love. I've been seeing you doing your little videos too, wishing people a happy birthday. I'm like, all right, y'all. Having a little private moment with Miss Juicy, taking time out of her day to holler and wish people a happy birthday. I love that so much. So what's the best advice you could give this new generation of people that's aspiring to have a career in entertainment today? Don't ever lose yourself. And whatever you decide to do, whether it's entertainment or whatever it is, know who you are, know know your worth, and don't accept nothing less than that. Don't sell your soul for for a dollar. Mm-hmm. You know your worth, and you go for what you know. Don't don't accept no for an answer. I'm a tourist, so you know I know all about not accepting no for an answer. I'm thick-headed as they come. I'm like, I'm sorry, you mean not now? Like, no now? Like, I should come back in two days? Like, what's up? (laughs) So that's important, but it also goes back to that self-love and believing in yourself, which is what you were talking about earlier and the importance of that, because that's a big part of success Yes. as well. So before we get going... We got this new game we play on here. It's called Confessions. Uh-oh. You ready for it? Don't worry. We're not asking nothing crazy. We're not going to try to put you out here to mingle with nobody again, okay? <laughs> I'll need you coming for me later talking about, uh-uh, I done told you not to be asking me those questions. Um. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Would you rather have x-ray vision or magnified hearing? Oh, um, probably magnified hearing. I don't know about no x-ray vision. Yeah, you might see some things you're not trying to see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather have Rambo or the Terminator on your side? Uh, neither one. <laughs> I almost snorted. What weird, embarrassing thing can can people find in your search history? Uh, nothing. Nothing. Nothing weird and embarrassing. (laughs) No. (laughs) What was the most astonishing lie someone said to your face? Um, astonishing lie. You catching me off guard. I might need. I'm sure there was quite a few of those. (laughs) I could just imagine your face. Someone trying to lie to you and you know it. Oh, (laughs) no. Your face would say it all. You already know I talk with my face and honey, I, I, no matter how much I try. Yeah. You'd be looking at them, just waiting for them to get done with their story. Like you done, you done yet? No. <laughs> uh, which joke is not even close to funny, but can make you laugh? What joke? <laughs> <laughs> what would be the name of a bedroom without a bed? The name of a a bedroom without a bed. The name of a bedroom without a bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Uh, if you could create a new holiday that doesn't exist, which one would it be? Uh, what well, a holiday do is this? It's me, my birthday. 
<laughs> we need to make that an official holiday here in America, okay? Miss <laughs> Juicy Day. Miss <laughs> Juicy Day. But I'm honestly, I'm so excited to be talking to you and so happy to see you doing so well. I know that sometimes um, health ailments and setbacks, I had a time some years ago when I didn't think I was going to make it. I, I have a heart condition and it was really scary. I used to black out randomly. So I know what that feeling is like when you can't control that. But I'm so happy to know that sometimes it takes moments like that for you to, you know, become the person you need to be to receive the next chapter of blessings, you know, that's coming to you. So I'm so happy for you and so proud of just how how far you've come in your journey and how you never allow anything to set you back or to break your spirit. That's really powerful. It's, it, trust me, this was a very, very difficult time. I'm not going to say and let the world think that I don't have any weak moments because I feel like we all do. Mm -hmm. But it also depends on your faith yeah. as well. You got to know where you come from. You got to know who who is in control of your life and of this whole entire world. Who created this world? Yeah. The reason why you're living and breathing. So who do you believe in? Do you believe in man or do you believe in a man upstairs? Mm -hmm. So there's a big difference, develop right? Develop a relationship, mm -hmm. you know, develop a relationship with, with God. If you don't have one with nobody else, you've got to develop a relationship. Yeah, absolutely. And that needs to be a priority for more people, especially with and the that, way things are in the world right now. I'm like, you need some Jesus in your life. I'm just saying. <laughs> So do you have anything else exciting that's coming up other than the movie? Any new appearances here in Atlanta where people can come catch you? Uh, you know, I'll still be in these streets as much as much <laughs> possible. Um, I probably don't be in it as long as I used to be. <laughs> but um, um, again, I'll be up and about. I always have a lot of things coming up. I don't know if I'm coming or going, mm -hmm. but again, and the main one thing is February the 14th, um, Strange Love is going to be a blockbuster. Yeah, so it yeah. sounds like it's the perfect date movie for Valentine's Day because you're going to be laughing, then you're going to be a little spooked so you can kind of cuddle up with your boo, you know. It's perfect. So February 14th, you guys need to head over to theaters. You also need to go show Miss Juicy yeah. some love. It's a mega mind film, a mega mind film. And if y'all ever seen something by mega mind, they are killing the game right now. I don't want to say they, I want to say we are killing the game right now. Yeah. So it's a mega mind movie and y'all need to check it out because one of the executive producers, executive creator of the film is country wayne if y'all haven't heard of him he is a crazy <laughs> crazy and hilarious comedian he is and carl Payne, which is you know him from martin he played cole mm -hmm. on martin yeah he was the director of the film amazing so, you know it's gonna be crazy yeah, so you guys need to go see it, bottom line. I mean, no ifs, ands, or buts. Y'all just need to go support. You need to go holler at Juicy on Instagram. At Miss Juicy RSMS. RSMS. Why did I think it was baby on the back of that? I don't know. I need to get my life together. 
Because you remember Miss Juicy Baby. Always, that's the best part. I always look forward to hearing you say that. <laughs> it really has been so much fun catching up with you, though. I'm so excited to see what, you know, what you've got coming up. You already know I'm going to be there February 14th supporting the new film because I know you are on there killing it. So, you know, hopefully we'll get to catch up soon. And I hope that you continue to smile this big. Happiness looks good on you, Miss Juicy. Thank you. You're welcome, my darling. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back. Make sure you guys don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Abby Night Show.